everyone welcome to another episode of my tech story if you're new here my name is alice kanjejo and thank you so much for tuning in uh before we begin the episode i just want to thank you guys so much for the love that we've received so far it's been an amazing reception so far with our launch and i'm very very excited to see the potential that this podcast has so make sure you like share subscribe tell a friend tell a friend um it really helped grow and reach the audiences that we want this podcast to reach as well as you know help scale the african tech industry uh, help be part of the revolution rather mm. um without further ado as you can see we do have another lovely guest here in studio today hello hello right beside me we have Gabriel Mbogwa, a.k.a. Gabi, as we like to call him. Yeah. Who, let's, now, are you ready for your intro? Mm? You know, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. people are apparently surprised to hear about their accomplishments, and it's their own story. So yeah, let's, let's actually let's hear, hear it. <laughs> so meet Gabi. Um, he's a highly experienced software engineer with experience in Java app development, Kotlin Android app development, and Flutter app development. Are these all the development languages, actually? Are, you could say so. You could oh, just say so. sorry. Saddle flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gabi is also skilled in DevOps engineering and has led many successful backend engineering projects. He has a strong track record of building top-performing applications and systems that meet and exceed client expectations. With a passion for innovation and a dedication to excellence, Gabi is a valuable asset to any team that he is involved with. And I can wow. fully vouch for that because he also works alongside me at the at Honeycoin. Yeah. And without further ado, Gabriel, welcome to that my tech story. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That uh that was <laughs> what do you feel about an that introduction. Intro? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I feel like you even understood. You should have given us numbers. How many? What you've done. <laughs> I guess I we'll get into that. We'll as get into we go. when you're sharing your story. Exactly, exactly. Oh nice. Are you ready to share your story? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you were nervous before we came in here. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But uh, you know, what dev, devs are not normally people yeah. in, in the limelight. Actually, yeah. you're normally one of the people who normally hits and I tell him. So part <laughs> of my job, I'm in marketing and part of my job is to annoy these people to come and shoot videos mm -hmm. <laughs> and when it's his turn he is not particularly excited but it, it normally comes camera. out well i think it's you, just you, the process i've made you more receptive yes, to being in front yes. of the camera so exactly. at least i've contributed to your pr journey <laughs> <It's like> getting, <laughs> me out there. getting me out yeah. yeah so gabriel um this, this is a very exciting episode that i think previously we had dominic and you were sitting in for the session actually yeah, when we had yeah. him and dominic if you've not listened to already is our product lead or has been a chief product officer for several it within his um career path or career life and now he's also worked closely alongside gabriel you should check out dominic's videos yes. uh, by the way and so uh, these two powerhouses being the first two people to, you know, help bring my tech story baby to life, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys are, you're big deals. Yeah? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, we are, I think we you're do a lot of stuff. You're somewhere, but you think you do a lot of stuff. Yes. You do, you do, do a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. and that's amazing. Yeah. Um, wow, where do we begin mm. with your story? Where do you want to begin? Where did your tech journey begin? I guess what? I can talk about how... I've always been a nerd, so I've just always been yes. into into that stuff, and that's something that you've been slowly just understanding as you talk to me. This guy, and not, not even like just in talking about like the tech stuff, just even things like my interests. It's is. true. Like I think like you actualize 
the I don't know if you guys have watched Big Bang Theory. Oh no. But like I don't know low key, low key. Yeah. Except that maybe you know you're a bit more fancy in maybe your dressing mm-hmm. and apo sasa at least you're somewhere majaribu. But deep down I feel like if you've watched Big Bang you're really those guys and I've never met people like that <laughs> in real life until I met Gabriel. I'll so, take that as a compliment. Yeah, just take it as it yeah, is. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. Ah, I'll take it. So yeah, I think I've just always been someone who really liked uh anything tech related mm-hmm. but my the, i would say the thing that made me get into all this was gaming like as a kid wow. just growing up and that was actually my dad who got me into that really yeah i think when i was really young okay i'm not that old but i'm i'm still young but when i was really really young my dad got a computer which was rare i remember I was we were the only guys in the estate hey, with a computer yeah those guys exactly and now my dad had this when you were how old roughly like maybe like Seven, eight. Oh wow! Okay. Exactly. So my my dad got one of those, and then we used to just play games together, me and him. Yeah. So I think uh, that was the start when I was that age, and then just growing up, getting deeper and more and more into it. And then I, when I was around maybe fourteen, fifteen, I said, "Why don't I just try build my own game?" In fact, that was oh. in my initial dream. I wanted to be a game developer. Um, wow. But it, it was it hit me pretty quick why it takes years for a game to be made with millions of dollars invested really? in huge teams yeah yeah because there's actually a, a, a stat that the gaming industry is worth more than the music and movie industry combined so it's it's i need to i need to start knowing more about this yeah, gaming just stuff. look look at it so um that but i did try make my own games i remember me and my actually my little oh, brother wow. we started trying to make some games on blender it's a your software. little brother as well is yeah, someone he's who's also, into techie i don't stuff. know if he's just copying me okay i won't say he's copying me but he's also we used in to a do similar that a lot, part though, trying to copy our siblings because everything they did was cool for some reason yeah or at least for me he, he's basically on the same path you could uh, say because okay. even right now he's also doing computer science oh i love that okay yeah but um yeah so that's how i we started we just made some games and then I think I really got into it even though it was a basic game I just did the I don't mean remember that game we used to play on our phones you'd have a red ball that would jump around yeah. so that was one of the games I made bounce yeah that one. Oh wow was it <laughs> successful like was it, it working I just made it for myself but yes it was and I was so proud should have been a proud moment yeah, for I, sure I was so proud I I think I made everyone in the house come see uh, the game that oh, I made wow. exactly and then I think my mom now saw that I really like this tech stuff and got me into a course on at iHub when I was 16. So now 16 she gave, got me into an Android development course which is why you've seen a lot of app development app development in there's my There's one thing that's why you're very defensive on this Android yeah, device. <laughs> If there's one thing I'm that's Android assured, for life that that that's something. really defends Android in this life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the one thing just know the honeycoin you'll always have a voice people are Android. <laughs> So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I at 16 got could into under development. Could you just expand on what I have is so that we oh, have yeah. more context. Um at the time it was just like uh I'll define it back then at least. I know it was like a dev house but they also used to have classes and stuff where they would teach people uh how to code and um they just had different courses. Okay. So I okay. came there and it was serious imposter syndrome considering everyone around me was 20 plus. Oh, wow. uh, in uni so we're going doing introductions Your mom was quick yeah yeah <laughs> she, she, i mean I, i i stuck through it but it was really hard especially mm-hmm. since i just didn't have the foundations that um 
a lot of people in the team had mm-hmm. in the in the in the cohort had at the time um yeah but i i got through it and then there was like a hiatus after that because now high school just took high over school was high school. exactly so then for like two years i didn't really code after that and then now i got i uh, went to uni strathmore university to do computer science and that's where now i was really challenged to like stick through one thing because like so far i've mentioned i did gaming android development mm. um but everything i did was i'll do it until it stopped being fun um, wow exactly so you stopped developing games because it was now it just to to be to make better games it took learning physics and math and all those mm. things so it now became challenging for android development it required a huge amount of logic and at least for me at the time and so i didn't i just dropped those things but now i'm in university um and i think that i was just you know going through the motions just going through my classes until around second third year i started meeting a lot of people who were my classmates but were incredibly skilled in terms of development like they mm. just knew how to code on a level I'd, i didn't and and just shadowing them i learned how um they were hobbyists mm. so to make it in this dev game i quickly mm. learned it can't just be something you do like a 9 to 5 no it needs to be your almost your life exactly you you have to love so now the way i would spend time recreationally gaming or watching series i would also need to spend that time coding wow um so you really need to be into let's this first thing. of all maybe even a homebody <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh, now you understand <laughs> no okay yeah cuz sometimes you you call, you know you're seeing gabriel you're going online on slack cuz we work virtually sometimes 2 a.m., 3 a.m., he's there, you know, at any time. I think he's coding. Same thing with our other engineers, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, all of us. So, wow, you need to really know to make it in the game. Exactly, exactly. Basically, you need to dedicate a whole, a big chunk of your life. Yeah, it needs to be something. It's just something you need to love, love to do. Love to do, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, um, now I started basically developing that love. <clears throat> I'll say around third year. And then I also stopped putting myself in this box where, and I feel like a lot of people have this problem. When you're in university, you, you almost, it's like we've all compartmentalized our lives where from this to this time, I'll go to high school, this to this time, Absolutely. university, this to this time, job. But now I was getting a lot of people who are breaking that mentality by before even second year people have jobs so they're oh, doing yeah. school and they're working and they're the same age I as me that. exactly that that was also me to say the least yeah. like for me i think that's it's the moment of discovery because everyone has to have that aha moment of damn like we are no longer primary and then okay exactly. yeah it's vibes then high school then it's vibes i think somewhere in uni at least it should be clicking like oh fuck what do i want to do this is an individual decision exactly. and i'm really happy i was one of those people again me after high school i started my youtube yeah. <laughs> i was yeah. showing you the videos yeah, so that's where my my journey in this this is not my first rodeo <laughs> remember when your graduation when 
Your yeah. dad was discovering you had multiple yeah. jobs yeah, throughout I, but I had like from second year I had a job, third year another job like me I was one of those people. So yeah. I'm always happy to and I think my classmates would also and my lecturers would look at me like, "Wow, you're doing a lot." And to me it was like, "Am I?" Because it's just like I mean it's just my YouTube. Yeah. It's just but you know you're picking up skills as you go. You're exactly. A, I mean, now I'm a video editor. Now I'm a sound editor. I have a I had I started my podcast in second year. Mm. My first ever podcast. Yeah. Um, that's another story for another day and you know now I'm a podcaster and I know how t- I have connections in studios yeah. so yeah I think doing the what you love you you don't do it realizing that you're actually gathering skills exactly. and that's great for I need to apply for a job and those things you were doing before contribute to you getting your first job because exactly. I think there's that mentality that maybe you have again that pipeline of now you finish uni and then now I'm supposed to get a job I, yeah. and it doesn't just come from they are looking for experience you need to create the experience for it, yourself that's also what will set you apart because exactly. by the time you're done with uni you're four years and now all your peers now you're the only one or yeah. amongst the few with two three years of experience exactly so yeah, you know those who started coding at I don't know 10 Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, you're going to computer engineering school, and you're like, hey, this guy. <laughs> this guy was. <laughs> Just, yeah. So I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so uni was a, a huge place where I just got that love for coding. So if you watched Dom's episode, he was also talking about not even doing it for money. So I remember my first, I would say, real job. I used to um, go to town, and I was basically working for free. Uh, as now as a Flutter developer. Before that, I had just been doing Android development, so I got really. good at that which was a pain java android java development it's it's i won't get into much about that but it's incredibly terrible if you ask me <laughs> so but uh, i got good at it and then now i got a job as building apps but using a different framework called flutter now that's also something else i learned in my journey is just being adaptable um you can't You can't be somebody who's not willing to change and adapt to your environment. You can't just hold on to one thing. One thing. Yeah, because I initially um I was now afraid should I even take this job because, because I own money good in this. Um but uh, the guy he was he almost, you could say almost mentored me. I think in my journey I've had me- multiple different mentors and even now I'd say I yeah. still have uh a mentor. So it's just he he took me in work I was basically working for free. There was promise of money but I didn't really care. um and i was really exerting myself and then after that i got a, an an internship that was a bit better afterwards where i worked uh, with someone who he 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 used to be someone who uh, worked at unilever so one of these big companies and then branched off and made his own mm. um app and he was incredibly knowledgeable and i there was so much i didn't know but i would put in the hours out work i was always available and that mm. really impressed him and he wanted to keep you know um hiring with you. exactly in fact he told me as soon as you're done with uni what part can't. of uni is this this is this third is year fourth year just before i started fourth year now okay yeah so uh, he told me as soon as you're done um you I'm have a, you have a job in. here yeah so um now i'm in my fourth year of uh uni and now even though i've been coding a lot now this i'd say this is my fourth year when i had this eureka moment which was differentiating um coding from problem solving because i would say mm. a, a good programmer isn't somebody who's just good at coding somebody who's good at problem solving mm. and i think 
I wasn't that good at problem solving until fourth year. And Could it was you, actually because you of... you get more into that? What do you mean by problem solving instead of yeah. just coding? I, uh, problem solving. I feel like I'm trying to see the best way I could do it. It's like if you're learning a language, mm-hmm. like Spanish or something, um, you're just learning disjointed words. But now I would say now somebody who's a good programmer is able to use those words to now produce something out okay. of it so have a conversation in spanish mm. so you're, it's different uh, someone who can just say gracias is, is completely different from somebody who can go and to their markets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who, can, who can go to their markets and have a whole conversation gracias but okay the point it came out a bit <laughs> Came out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But I understand fully exactly. what you're trying to say. So yeah. uh, looking at coding as a tool, not the end goal, which is something mm. that a mind shift that I needed to to get better at. And I actually learned that from the founder of Honeycoin. So where where we work right now. Um, back then I don't think I'd, he hadn't yet started Honeycoin, but we I just I met him in church, just like Dom had, and we were talking with him and I'm like, this guy is 17. I was, I, I, at the time, I think I was, what, 19, 20? And I felt like I should be, you know, basically instilling into him because yeah. I'm ahead. But he was significantly ahead. No, till today, like, yeah, he's, David he's, is a, I, I would Elon like Musk to classify type. him as a genius. Exactly. So yeah. I remember we were talking with him and he was just saying so many different things. And then I was like, I, I could learn a lot from him. So I remember we got on calls and then he introduced me into to certain tools that took me through basically now this process where I eventually mm-hmm. learned how to become a good problem solver. Okay, right, just with the point that you just talked about, I really like the fact that you had a willingness to learn. You know, there are people yeah. who have an attitude towards, this person's younger than me, yeah. so they probably don't know something that they're going to teach me. Exactly. But I think that willingness to be like, okay, wow, this guy is 17, and so you know, much there's experience. so much experience, and I'm willing to learn and not have that ego of now. Nah, I probably still know better than this guy. Yeah. Or there's, there's only a few things that he can learn from me, but I think um, that's something that some people really overlook. Well, the people who are younger are not as knowledgeable or are not. You need to go through the hierarchy for you to tell yes, me anything, yes. which is a very big problem, I'd say, in a lot of the traditional industries. And that's what I think I was also trying to explain that. Um, that's what I really like about the tech industry. Can you code? Doesn't matter how old you yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. The hierarchy doesn't matter. Can you market? Yes. Are you a good product person? And that's also something that I really like within the company that we work in. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that mentality is being broken in this digital, in this like digital remote era. age. Exactly. Because you can't, you, you, the skills and the experience and what you've achieved is what speaks. It's not exactly. my age or it's, I look. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, I love that. Continue. Yeah, so um, I remember we would get on calls and he would help me out. Uh, and then now, basically after that, I went on continuing on my own journey over there. And then I remember at second semester of my fourth year, me and my friend, um, my classmate, and she's still my friend till now, we we just saw a job um, applied, a um, job application for Safaricom. This was during COVID. So we were doing, working at home. So we had a lot of free time. And so... Um, me and her just said, you know what, let's just apply, apply for the laws and see what That's happens. Too. Exactly. <laughs> and then, okay, we have been called. It's like, but both of us had actually been working, so we had experience before yeah. that. 
Um, Sorry, before you proceed, I think for those who may be listening and don't know what Safaricom is, if in case you're not oh, yeah. part of the Kenyan audience, it's one of the, I'd say, big tech companies that we have in Kenya right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, I think they're SIM card. Or, okay, they do a lot they're of things. Telecommunications they're a telecommunications company. company. Yeah. Okay, just to give a bit more background. Some, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Safaricom, just like you've explained, was a dream for a young developer like myself. It was a dream for probably a lot of people at yeah, that time. Your exactly. classmates even like didn't even probably think that Safaricom was like an end goal, end, end goal, yeah. not your first it's it's not the, your first job. <laughs> it's not your first it's, that's job. That's also something we were asked a lot when we eventually got in. We were just oh, so being you got asked. okay. Exactly. That was an anticlimactic <laughs> uh, reveal. <laughs> I mean, we 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 went. So to, you okay, applied. We applied. And then you went for the interviews. Um, initially, we just applied, thinking. I, I remember we said, ah, "Will we even get it?" I said, "I mean, worst case, we we'll learn something. Worst, absolutely yeah. worst case, we we'll learn something. Best case, we get a job. So might as well just try it." So we applied. Um, then we got an interview that day and actually it was first a coding interview. Oh, both of you got that. Yeah, we both got that. And then, um, now before this, I was telling you of my, my founder introduced me, introduced me to a a couple of tools. One of the tools were actually this coding interview test things. So Mm. I got really good. We used to do them with her. Mm. We'd be doing in our free time, we'll just start doing all those coding questions, mm. as many as we could. So by the time uh, Safaricom sent us a coding interview, we just wiped the floor. Yeah, it was yeah. too easy, exactly. So we, we passed, but we still kept on saying, ah, we don't know, we, we probably still won't get this. And then now we got a call for an interview now, um, what's person. virtual, virtual no, interview, virtual. because it's COVID, COVID days. Yeah. So we got on a virtual interview, and then, you know, they just asked us about problem solving, how would we go about it? Just basic now problem solving skills, which are things we had been learning. Uh, then we said, ah, we're probably not gonna get this. We got on a call afterwards, we used to use Discord a lot. We got on a call on Discord and we just talked. Yeah, that's, that's also a- another very nerdy thing, let me just say that, but continue. <laughs> yeah, I would even like that one. Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Discord is pretty nerdy, I wouldn't even lie there. But yeah, we got on Discord and we were just talking about how we're not gonna get this. And then we got, calls from HR, the HR lady who interviewed us and said, you did a fantastic job. Um, wow. We'll let you know tomorrow if you got it. This isn't to tell you you've gotten it, but we just want to tell you, you've done a really good job. Wow. So that was a huge boost. And even if I didn't get the job after, I would have been happy. You would have known. Yeah, because I really did my best and I, you know, I, I did better was, than I even expected. It was giving you the results that you really exactly. desired. Yeah, and then we get a call the next day and we both got the job. So, yeah, we both got into the company together, which was really nice because I also didn't feel on my own. I had someone who, in every way, we were on the same, you know, level level. in terms of age, um, skill, you could say. Was this still fourth year? This is still fourth year. Exactly. First of all, I'm really proud of you for being able to do that as still in uni, Mm. your first job. Okay, not first job, paying job yes, yes. was in a big tech company yeah. because that's not a story that is very common in yeah. especially in the African market. Yes. Normally it's okay, you already know you're going to go through like you know how in form one or first year of high school you're a mono again and then there's mm. maybe some form of bullying, you're doing scut work, same thing, okay. Now you're first year, you kind of feel that yeah, thing they're... again. So that's the same expectation in the job market. Okay, you're gonna get in and then get a job that's probably paying you 10k and then exactly. you grow in hierarchy yeah. in 10 years is when you're gonna get this. 
But I like that this, this such an opportunity was created for people like him. That's again one thing I really like about tech because I know in abroad it's a different story. It's quite it's easier for students to be able to get into good big no well known companies yeah. straight from uni as compared to in Kenya or in Africa where you're just really literally expected. Even your parents expect that. Okay, yeah, now when you go, they just the get time. ready to struggle for like five years and then you know exactly. five years. No, what was your family's uh, reaction or the people around you when they you're were in uni really and happy. you're still <laughs> I, I didn't even think they could they believed it. My dad was in shock. Um but they were also really proud and but my dad also was just you know um okay make sure you have this insurance you know yeah. he is now in setting me up <laughs> me I just me I'm just thinking about I have a job at Safaricom <laughs> so I was I was just in a lot of a lot of shock wow. but excitement insane wow. excitement yeah so now we had to learn how to balance uh, school cool. and 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 work life um which was surprisingly not that I had especially but to be fair it's covid exactly i think covid was a really good okay. yeah it, covid it, has had its but, positives in yes, the nicest yes, way possible. possible don't get cancelled <laughs> <laughs> not the first second episode of the podcast yeah, 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 no, 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 covid was a terrible experience <laughs> but working from home was a really good thing that yeah. came out of it <laughs> yeah and we're still in that still space in right that now space. yeah so um we we started now just trying to see how we could balance but i won't lie and it's okay for this to be the case but one thing will suffer there will be place t- times where work will be majority and uh school will 100%. be will be less and vice versa and that's okay like you don't have to put yourself on this impossible standard of balance initially in everything. everything initially i didn't feel that i i felt like i should have a perfect balance with everything i very much relate yeah because sure. i got this job as well still in yeah. uni so you know balancing both and i think you just said this week anyway is for school yeah exactly <laughs> you, you you know there's nothing but also having a really understanding manager or is very very essential cuz i i had some someone who i could explain to i'm ha- this is like exam period i haven't yet gotten enough leave days cuz i just joined and then three months later i'm doing exams um is it possible if i'll just be available for maybe a few fewer hours and then or maybe work into the yeah. night yeah so yeah so that was something that we we learned and then we kept working in safaricom it was it was pretty good but something that we actually kept being asked that you kind of hinted at is are you sure you guys got in uh, for, do you have connection exa- do you have parents right. who are in and safaricom and we had to just like basically be like no because people are saying do you know how long we tarmacked to, to get, get here? here yeah because a lot of people people it took are a bitter. while yeah people are yeah. really bitter about you coming in and getting a job that took them years yes, to, to get, get but just what doesn't mean that i was better because it, it could it, also yeah. be the situation um but yeah it, it's also feeling like you have that to prove to prove yourself yes, even yeah. more it's true you do have to prove yourself even more yeah. especially in companies that are big you know right yes. now we work in a small uh, smallish uh, uh company compared to now there there's so many people yeah and probably so many people about uh, get trying to get into the hierarchy of growing into the next role and don't 10 of you are competing for the same yeah thing. exactly so now you being the youngest you being they're not expecting it from you exactly so to some extent that also did feel like an uphill 
battle. battle. Uh, but now, just that now, after about a year of being there, is when it's that those types of uh, you you could say those those types of problems in the job is when they started making just weighing down on me. So I think um, I think it was an amazing opportunity to start with. I did learn a lot because that's when I picked up the DevOps engineering because prior to that it was just Android development mm. and also some iOS but mainly Android. Um, yeah, so uh, that's when I got into DevOps and I was exposed to a host a host of other things but at the same time being in a corporate is very limiting especially mm. when in my opinion you're young you can afford to take the risks you can you can afford to be have pressure stress mm. have some stress every now and then um just so that you can also get some skills so it felt to some extent where you're you're not growing it's kind of like you stunted and you're just now at that point you're just working for the paycheck what does not growing mean for a developer? developer? I would say you're not in a state where you're constantly learning and not only constantly learning, but constantly implementing what you've learned. Mm. Um, so yes, we tried, especially I was really trying my best to still, you know, uh, keep up with all the new technologies in terms of Android development and even just try and test them out on my own. But if you don't have a project that, you know, this is life or death. I have to work on this. You have to deliver this. I find myself struggling to be consistent with. So if you're not in a state where you're learning and implementing what you're learning mm. in a way that can actually make an impact, mm. you're, you're likely not going to grow. I don't think you're growing, personally speaking. Mm. So um, that was now a space where I started now reconsidering. I, maybe I need to um, look for another job. But at the same time, I felt like in Kenya, this is the highest, this is the highest. that you can really reach Everyone right now. Everyone's probably going to think you're crazy for leaving Exactly. Safari My dad did think I was crazy for some time. <laughs> he was saying, hey, I'm going to work for a startup. What? Insurance? <laughs> <a> pension? <laughs> Those other things. <laughs> yeah, his biggest concern were things like insurance and, and pension and stuff what like that. What was your biggest concern? My biggest concern was I, 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 I loved coding. And I stopped loving to code. It didn't feel like something I enjoyed doing anymore. Mm. Uh, it became so monotonous. I also, f my biggest concern was also, I am overfitting. You could say I'm, I'm being, it's like if you build something right now, maybe you have a chair for a specific thing that can't be used for anything else. I felt like I was becoming um, only useful in one specific context making it way more difficult to market myself anywhere mm, else because mm. um, my, my skills can only be applied in Safaricom yes. in this specific department, in this specific role. Mm. So, um, yeah, uh, I started now also, also money was a concern. Uh, after some time, I started seeing... <laughs> Life is now getting a bit hey, comfortable. this economy. <laughs> it's COVID. Hey, hey, <laughs> this thing I was celebrating about in Atugonga. So the money that I was being paid at the time started to feel a lot less. I also started taking on some responsibilities um, in terms of investments. And I was trying to see like, that's also when I was learning, hey, you need money to, to, make, money. <laughs> to make money. So I, I started also now opening myself up to see, now we're in this state where you can re work remotely anywhere. Let me just start looking at jobs in other countries and see if they allow me, because I still, I still love being in Kenya. I love the people. So I didn't want to move, but mm. I still wanted to see if I could get 
the pay that these guys in other countries and i was seeing people are being paid 10 times that's when you start to realize yeah, yeah. you know i think sometimes sorry for interrupting you yeah when you get your first job you're like this is exactly great. and then you do a deep dive into what the industry is paying or what maybe you should be earning or yeah. maybe what growth is going to look like financially and you're like this It might just oh, not how? be and as big as I thought it was. And, and now you say you now have a goal. It's like okay, this is now what I need to work towards. Yes. Obviously, I don't think money should be your end all be all because um you'll constantly be chasing that. There'll never be a figure that's satisfying. So it's better to just be at a place you love. But at the same time, it go get your money. Sense. Exactly. <laughs> you need the bag. Exactly. You need to get that bread. So um yeah, so I became aggressive in terms of seeing what the market in these countries just the international market what skills are they looking for they were looking for a lot of the skills that i had um so i started learning a lot of stuff on the side and this one also now started talking again with our founder and we just started talking about mainly crypto so crypto um then blockchain technologies have you always had a connection with cryptocurrency as well no no that's actually a fairly recent thing i'd say maybe 2 3 years Uh, is when I got into the, although I remember me and my brother keep talking about this when we were like 14 15 when I was 14 then. we did we we mined ethereum I think we even had like 20 Then what happened? We don't even know where that computer is. We could be millionaires right now. You're be, those secret millionaires. I could, ah, we, wow. we, there's so much pain when we remember that. <laughs> But I didn't understand much about uh, crypto until just just recently. Well, like, you're a millionaire, you don't know. I, I, I can't even get it. It's gone. <laughs> That's the most painful memory. People, oh, people. You're, you're ah. sharing your tech story and how your journey to success will be that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have money dormant somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So um, now we started talking, and now I th- I thought the most high-paying jobs, at least in this current place, I'm seeing maybe AI right now, especially because of ChatGPT. But at the time, it was blockchain developer, mm. uh, in particular Solidity, which is for Ethereum. So I started learning that, and I would and um, David, our founder, was also like in that space. He wasn't learning, but he already he already knew. So he talked <laughs> about this. David just knows him. I remember. Um, so now me and my friend who were, we were with in Safaricom, we actually now started talking to Dave, and he would be saying things like he he just. You, have you ever had a conversation with someone and you're just saying, "I just I need to go and search everything he said after. I just need to get through it now." So just shaking your head, saying, "Yeah, yeah," but going and then doing the extra to find out these things. Um, So yeah, I think now that's also where he saw maybe my willingness to learn. I need to ask him what he saw. Where he saw you. Yeah, yeah. but we we I remember now him and Dom, the head of product came in and reached out with an offer that I could not refuse and at the time I was still afraid because I'm still coming from that mentality of you know, job security is everything. Absolutely. You're in a big company, just even the name. The name itself yeah, carries carries something. Um so I I even though my dad was not down for this I took it <laughs> I took the opportunity um 
now he is now he's good now, he now he's is. happy now he's Gucci. exactly now he's happy with everything <laughs> but initially it was something that uh, was a very scary experience for me because i had to really you had to make a choice exactly that would impact your future very bigly exactly yeah so it's am i going to be in the place where i'm secure but my career is i'm not going to be happy with where i'm i'm at even though i'll have external people looking at me like wow you're doing a good job like mm. yeah yeah so i got in here and now it was a completely different space when i was in safaricom and i hope my former manager doesn't see this but sometimes i would get in netflix games <laughs> at time hey, at time but now <laughs> no none so it just became now learning a lot making a lot of mistakes also uh because now in a company where there's so many people it's like you have think of it as like you have like a, a an assembly line this person does this this person does mm. this but now in a startup you are everything. you are the assembly line you are the whole <laughs> you are line, assembly line. <laughs> exactly you do all the things so i think now that's where i got like just challenged consistently Truthfully, growing that's the best place to be when at the beginning of your career i agree i agree i think it was i think i just needed to test corporate so i know this is not where i want to be <laughs> so that would when you go I'm, back to no I would definitely not go back <laughs> it's so amazing to see your work also and make a impact exactly like are amazing and the ideas that so many people have in this industry and the people you end up meeting and yeah yeah I you could have a, a, an idea right now and next week somebody can in another country is using your idea like that's just such that's an amazing I feel, yeah big companies like they're great but your impact is like a speck of what your impact can be yeah. when you're in a smaller startup scaling company rather than a company that's already scaled and reached its yeah. its heights i feel like also scaling marketing wise um is different compared when you do it in a startup compared to now yeah. okay now you're in agency uh okay you just I mean, come you see like this just... tiktok <laughs> then, then you have to come and then your manager claims that oh, oh we have this idea <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah yeah so yeah yeah so you got into your startup yeah so now this is where we yeah. are and I'm, i'm loving it i'm loving the the amount of just i feel like i've become this this past year being um, at honeycoin i've probably i would say i've learned so much more I, it took me to a whole new level um you're coding all the time yeah i'm constantly so you could even say technically this year could be in in terms of time spent coding i probably is probably my past two three years mm, um wow so i've i've learned a lot um i'm also just learning to be more than a developer because mm. we all don't want to code until the day we die um you also want to eventually start your own thing or at least you know just have have an idea that you bring to fruition and i think that's also something i'm oh, learning wow. um as i'm here i'm working with a product lead marketer um i'm front end engineers i'm working with now also the ceo so i i get to see so many parts that make a business successful it's yeah. not just the it's code it's not just code cuz exactly. i think coders can get into their space like you just your desk your coding just vibes and yeah. you don't even care how they now they to market whatever you've built or yeah what, who will use it <laughs> will your use family it. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. how you think yeah i think i really also like that touch that element of getting to know what every single person does in the team yeah. and how it's also impacting and it's not just your code yes. i think it also gives you that touch, that sense of 
you're actually building for something valuable. Yeah. That is for a solution that you you're building the solution, but now you also get to see like the impact of the solution that you've created. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah, that's, I would say that's where my journey is um, for where I want to go in the future. Like I've just given a hint about that. Just, I, I, I want to right now, I would say, I just want to be someone who's learning constantly so that um, I don't think you should ever stop learning. So, but eventually now, being able to put position myself into a place where I'm ready to, you know, succeed in my own thing. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, what do you, given what you've just given us, what do you think about your journey in general? Are you proud of what, are you proud of yourself? Are there, you know, what do you just generally, what do you think about your story? Mm, I think. And what does, I think I already asked on this as well, what does success look like, like for, for you? Me. I think, but you already said building your own product. So yes, just yes. give us a bit of insight on what you think about the journey that you've been on. I think the journey I've been on is the, the biggest thing I would say, it's just been a, a, a whole process of learning and unlearning. I, mm. it, I think it's just been all a mental thing at the end of the day. Um, because I feel like you could easily apply this to any person in any career field in the sense of getting past the mental barriers that we have put up in our own selves or maybe learned from society. Mm. That's what I would say my journey has been. Um, and I think there's a lot more mental okay. barriers to overcome. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I would say that's, that's what my journey is. I wish I could have started a bit earlier, but I'm also happy <laughs> that I at least started. I yeah. don't know why people keep saying this because but, hey, there are people. They are near, there are people who are coding <laughs> when they are nine. <laughs> hey, you're busy. To over be there fair, playing. you started coding at fourteen. Yeah, and then yeah. It's the break that maybe you shouldn't have taken. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the, the break where I stopped for like two years. But yeah, I I wish. I would have learned, but I don't also hold that over my own head. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with... You're still young and there's still yeah. so much room for you. You still have learned way more than a lot of people your age and the yeah, opportunities that have pre presented themselves to you. I, you've taken full advantage of that and you've been able to take every opportunity that you've had positively and just learn through the experience. And, and I think that's... As much as you're a coder, I think personality also carries throughout the journey that you're on because yeah. that willingness to learn that, you know, the mentorships that you create, the relationships that you have, the it's beyond just the code. Yes, um, yeah, it definitely And so is. I think your personality also contributes to the success, the success that you've currently reached as for now and it's only going to keep getting better. So Thank you for the yeah. kind words. No, I'm happy for you. Yeah. I think I'm going to ask you a few closing questions. Okay. I think that was an amazing story. Thank you. Um, yeah, just going to ask four final questions, short, sweet answers, just to close off the episode. We're going to be okay. doing this with all our guests. So the first one that I'm going to ask you is, what is one word to describe the journey to get to where you are today and why? Ooh, one word. I'd say consistency. Um, mm. Why? Because I think something that... Uh, I am really glad my younger self did without even knowing is just keep on trying, even if you're not yeah. good at it. Um, it, it comes with just keep on trying, keep on trying. Uh, it's just, it reminds me of this. I can't even remember the, the name of that idea, but it's the idea that just small incremental changes. Mm. If you're like, if you're doing 1% might not feel like a lot, but 1% over a year 
and then Is three years and four years can completely change it's, the trajectory it's like compound of something. interest like exactly. those small things that you end up doing the small one percent by friday one percent every day it's five percent and then in a month it's already exactly something different, so yeah so I remember building so many projects there there's this thing for where pro, it's you could say it's like a po- portfolio for programmers it's called github where we push put all our code i remember i've made like 15 20 different apps almost every three or four months and how i would do that was i would go on upwork i don't know if you've heard yeah, of upwork. upwork yeah and i would see the jobs people wanted like people would say i want this app built maybe a library app that does this and this and i would go and build that whole thing the front end at least in two hours then i'd come and apply for the job i still didn't get any of those jobs by the way but that (laughs) that type of of stuff yeah exactly so that keep on trying over and over i love that okay the next question that i have for you is what advice would you give someone who is aspiring to get to where you are today Ooh, I just said take that step that that first step don't 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 also um set high set high and lofty goals for yourself saying that um you want to build the next facebook and you've never written a line of code it's just take 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 some time um you know just keep on doing small small things if that's your goal at the very least just work learn something to now figure out how you're going to get to exactly the so that you can actually break it down to steps that you can actually achieve yeah okay do you have any regrets or something that you wish you would have done differently apart from starting uh, earlier, yeah. like you mentioned or not taking the break uh any regrets i don't think i wouldn't say the only regret maybe i would have is um not coding more when i could yeah if i could spend more time when i was younger doing this not okay not when i was younger even in those two three years that time i'm telling you i was getting on netflix while in safaricom it's good to have rest but at the same time i could have spent more time doing my own stuff yeah okay yeah okay last one Mm -hmm. give us a powerful parting shot (laughs) how do you want to end your episode on your tech story Okay, a powerful parting shot. Now, when you when you ask. Okay, give us a parting shot. Let me not. Be I would say to give you pressure. <laughs> I would say, um, one, thank you for having me in the podcast. I've really appreciated just talking about my journey, and I hope anyone who's listening to this and is in any um, is maybe on a similar path as me, you could just take what I've learned and apply it in your own space. Mm. It doesn't even have to be in the same career, but just uh, breaking those mental barriers down and, you know, making something of yourself without being, don't be afraid, just do it. Just yeah. do it, mm-hmm. like Nike said. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Gabriel. I think that was such an inspiring story. Thank you. And I'm pretty sure any developer who's aspiring to be like you listening to this right now, mm-hmm. if I was a dev right now in, I don't know, high school, I'd definitely be getting on to the next. <laughs> I'd be inspired to start coding yeah. right now. Go as I listen now. to the episode. <laughs> Go and code now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thank you for also agreeing to become one of my guests. I know you and Dom, who was our first guest, really just... When I was pitching this idea to you guys, you full on supported me and said, yes, we will be very willing to be part of the 
journey and to yeah. share your story, be one of the first people to share your story. So I'm very grateful for that. And I cannot wait to see how your journey proceeds beyond this. I think success is written in the stars for you. So, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'll be back with more. Yeah, with more. Yeah, same yeah, time, yeah, yeah. same we'll place. Telling you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. what has progressed? Yeah. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for you listeners for tuning in. Mm-hmm. And just for listening in this far, I hope you've picked up a thing or two that you can apply into your own life. Yeah. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and you know, subscri- follow if you're listening from Spotify. We are on all <laughs> the yes. major listening platforms. You can catch us there beyond that. And if you're listening on the podcast listening platforms, we are also on YouTube. So if you want to see who Gabriel is in the flesh, go on and head over on YouTube or follow us on social media at my tech story, where we share a lot more content beyond just the podcast. Um, my name is Alice Kanjajo, your lovely host, and I cannot wait to keep sharing amazing stories or people to come on over and share their amazing stories. Of guests. honestly, I'm living here feeling very inspired in my own um, industry in itself, just listening to what other people are doing out there. And if you feel you also have a story that you definitely can share, that is worth sharing, that is inspiring to people who may be in the tech industry, maybe not in the tech industry, but something that you feel will be relevant to this podcast, feel free to reach out to us on email. Everything is linked in the description as well. Yes. Um, thank you once again. And Thanks guys, I will see you in the next one. The next one is going to be a very interesting one. I'm not going to preempt the guests are, but just know it's going to be a good one. Yeah. So I'll see you guys then. Cheers. Thank you.